Travisio Terrell. Hola, we are live. Morning, everybody. <clears throat> how, how was that this morning, guys? Ouch. No? It was, uh, the takeoff was there. That, that whole landing thing, I don't. Get you there. I don't know what is. How, how do you say, uh, my name is in French? <coughs> Anyone? Hmm. Anyone? Well, we oui, we. Oui. Indeed. Chris M. and Travis Rowe, we are live. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, if you haven't checked it out yet, we've, uh, we've been posting about it on the Twitter, on the Facebook, and more Midcoast Media's YouTube page. We're streaming live on YouTube. It's actually super exciting. You can see the crystal clear capabilities that our Tech Electronics cameras provide us. So we enjoy that. A lot of clips up from all our comedy interviews. So go there, subscribe, and uh, check out the videos. Maybe even tell a friend about it. It's good times, nice. and uh, the team here has been working very hard on it, so appreciate that. Be sure to check it out today. It's a much better viewing experience than uh, the Facebook Lives, but uh, we appreciate everybody on either platform. Travis, uh, we're joined here in the studio by the executive producer and uh, keeper of the chips, Chris Gardner. Mm. Bonjour, gentlemen. Oh, there it is. There it is. that it? Bonjour, walnuts. Oh, okay, nuts on walls. Chris, come on up. There you go. Wario. Mon num est Chris? Okay. I don't Gardner? Know. Okay. I think that's French. I don't know. Mm. It's good to see you. You too? It's uh it's a lovely uh scooter weather. Today it's a little windy, actually. Mm. I just had to smoke. Can I, can I tell you a truth? Yeah. I think you're traumatized. No, I just. Oh yeah, he's doing the thing where you're like, "Hey, beautiful scooter weather." He's uh, like, "Ah, tire's a little flat." You think I have PTSD? I'm almost certain you do. Hmm. Who should I talk to about that? Do you really want me to do a live reset? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well done. They that certainly is. can help yeah, with that. You set him up, man. <laughs> he got to set you up. They take it quite seriously. St. Louis Counseling Services. Improving lives since when, Travis? 1955. Oh, man. Uh, have personally, have personally recommended their services to uh, close friends, family members, uh, business associates, and it has gone swimmingly. They're very happy with their uh, visits and their counseling sessions. Uh, you can be, too, if you need uh, help and need to chat with somebody. stlouiscounseling.org is the best resource. Check out the website for all their capabilities and the podcast, Mental Health Matters. You can check that out. They're going to have uh, a very special guest this week, uh, a meteorologist who went through a little bit of a tussle online and came out on top. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. Either way, check out stlouiscounseling.org for more information. And I think it's it's about time we get Tom back in here, too. He hasn't been on in a minute. We could address my PTSD. Yeah, have Tom break down Travis's quirks. And I'm yeah. just Gardner's thinking about uh, it. My, you, uh, the only thing is, Gardner yesterday made the point of saying that, well, the salt from last week's ice uh, still on yeah, the concrete. Yeah, I'm not doing that underneath So he doesn't my... want salt underneath his brand new scooter, which is absolutely understandable because it can rust the materials and things like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't need, there's no reason for okay. to me to take a risk. Not right. if it's okay. powder coated, a gateway powder coat. Oh, oh boy. Be sure little to little take now. your scooters, okay, your you bikes, your motorcycles, oh gatewaypowdercoat.com for nice. more information. You'll enjoy the experience. Mark and the gang take great care of their customers and they look out for you and yours. That's gatewaypowdercoat.com for more information. So we're in the Google box. That's we're right. Google mm -hmm. box. Mm -hmm. Knocking so, them out. But I just I just wanted to make sure. Maybe you're not as traumatized as you. We could give it a shot on. today if it's not too windy. It's going to be 50, 55 later. Yeah, that's what. Actually, I asked I ask, uh, Alexa what the weather is going to be normally before I go to bed and when I wake up in the morning before I'm heading out. It is kind of motivating, isn't it? And I heard a 57 high today, and I actually thought, ooh, maybe the scooter is an option today. Hmm. Um, we had a freeze last week, and it's yeah. going to be nearly 60 today. Yeah. We had literally an annoying freeze where I was spinning around in a circle for what felt like a good hour, hour and a half, and now it's going to be 60 at some point today. Mm -hmm. This is our weather. <sighs> this is how it works. Get used to it. I don't like it. Carbon emissions. I don't like it at all. 
extremes. I don't like it. Well, you're going to have to adapt. That's what we all have to do. Don't seem like much of an adaptable group. I don't think anything's adaptable about us. Well, we could adapt. You think? Oh, that's kind of confident. You'll be surprised by the human spirit and what it can do when it's forced to do something. Oh, that's so nice of you. Have you found that out through various trials and through life? Through life. Have you let them go? Let who go? Whoever you were testing the will of. I wasn't testing the will. Your own will gets tested. Oh, okay. I thought you were. So you naturally have to adapt. That's what we've done as a species. That makes sense. It was helpful when the aliens got involved and genetically engineered us to a point to allow us to do so. Oh, boy. 8, 11 a.m. Thank uh, you, Anunnaki. saw that coming. I feel like we walked into that one. So, yeah, yeah, my scooter PTSD led to alien talk. You're welcome. Post-traumatic scooter disorder. He says Yale Hollander. That fits so well. Okay. Maybe I do have it. I'll talk to Tom, see what he says. Maybe there's, there's, there's steps I could take. Maybe there's some tools in my toolbox that I could use to help me get through it. Possibly. I mean, what, what do you think's going to happen when your life flashes before your eyes like that? In the scooter incident? Yeah. You're I laying feel like in the middle of the street, no one around but a car that decides to drive off. I don't I don't feel like it was life-threatening. Hmm. Like, I think it was serious. I was wearing my helmet. What if I wasn't wearing my helmet? I, I think they advise that you should wear a helmet. It's like they do. Helmet. So I think it was suggested. A lot of people don't. A lot of people don't. Doesn't mean it's, it's smart or right. That's fair. Oh. Nice. That's how it works. Good job. I think that's what I'm here I for. I applaud that. Hey, thank you. Seems to be working out well for everybody. Uh, oh, you think you go and do something dumbass like I that? I don't know. Yep. I can help it. That's how it goes. God, can't you just learn to no. just stop at some I point? Wish I wish I could. I don't think, it's, I don't think you can. Uh, we'll have Jen Singleton, Singleton in in the 930 uh, time slot today. Mm-hmm. Talk to her about some uh, influencing. Maybe we can get Travis on board with a I, nice uh, lipstick I brand. I, was, I wish I was cool to uh, be an influencer. We're going to find out what it takes. You're a YouTube influencer. Socially inspired. Now. I wish I was really cool like those kids. Let me tell you what. I was looking through that. A, the cam- the uh, quality's crystal clear. Yeah, the quality's great. I'm looking at this, and I'm like, there are a lot of famous people in here. This is awesome. But you know what? I get that anxiety from when I was back in elementary school. When there I is. didn't have a ton of friends, and I was learning to... I, I was part of the St. Louis DSAG program, so I grew up around a lot of black kids in the neighborhood, and then they got a... Throw me out here with his bunch, if you know what I mean. Racist. And so then I had to learn on the fly. Kind of mess with me. Did Kids you were adapt? very mean. I eventually adapted, but the process was a bit of a... Shock to the system. Yeah, it was. Took a while. Man, it was like landing on Mars. What was that like? It was fine, but you couldn't help notice the what, differences. What, what didn't you like? How my parents weren't immediately accessible. Like my parents, because I was all the way out in the county, uh, and they were living and working obviously in the city, it was just very difficult for them to make the trek out that way, like for field trips or class parties. And I always thought that was cool, mm-hmm. seeing the other kids have their mom or their dad there. Oh, this is sad. Yeah. So you don't ever like to get real. So now when I see, so now when I see the cool kids again on the YouTube's and they seventy-five million subscribers, and now we're trying to enter into that field, my anxiety returns. Like, oh man, I'm not the cool kid again. Well, you know, I have three subscribers, here's two the, of them in this office. Here's the thing: you just—that's not who you need to be, though. Oh, look at this! This is—you don't need to be that. Oh, okay. You'll be happy if you're not that. Ah. You'll be just fine. But I also we got feel each other. I would be even happier if I did have it. See, maybe you should, your expectations of what you determine to be success should change. I think you're correct. <laughs> but Lower I expectations. No, right we just now. work on it. Okay. Because I believe this show is capable of having at least 200 subscribers. Ooh. I know. But then you stop and think about it and you go... Do you even know 200 people? And I do not. Yeah, you do. Man, it's going to be like, uh, hey, what's good, old dude? Hey, what's going on, bro? 
What's good, Ace? It's going to be a lot of those, though. Hey, producer dude who used to sleep during our show when we first started radio. Steve, <laughs> Steve. see? Give me a second. Ah, I don't like, see. I like see. Steve the board up. So got mad at me. Thought I snitched on him. They were like, hey, how are things going? I go, well, not so great. Yeah, and it was even, it was a double so wait, barrel. did you snitch on him? I was just like, well, they were like, what's wrong? I was like, you know, the board ops fell asleep like Chris three snitched. times. Okay. Oh, I remember I, we, I just did, we missed a call. I, 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 I snitched. That. We had, could you take live caller? I understand like, your, your I, issue there. Yeah. And that, and no, you're fine to say that. But the way you initially delivered it, though, he thought I snitched on him. Yeah. I think you I mean, I think you did, but I think you're but in the it's not right. Snitching, to, it's like I think you're in the right to do so. Yeah, here's See, I would say snitching would be going out of your way to tell on somebody okay. for something that really had nothing to do with you. This particular instance it has was something to do. It's with not it, yeah. snitching because you were asked. It wasn't. I was, it I was, was it, asked, uh, and it was more of a this yeah. isn't getting done, and it's being paid for. Nah, yeah, Chris was in the right. He no, was, and I'm saying he had to, he, right. didn't, he didn't go just, like. Hey, he's like, ooh, he didn't do that kind of shit. He was just like, it was kind of like, yo, man, you know, we we not the world's most professional people, but we want to kind of eventually get close to the point where our parents can respect us in doing this. Mm -hmm. And in order for us mm -hmm. to at least to be taken seriously, yeah. it's important that everybody who's supposed to be your, um, awake oh, is awake. Your return music for every break should have been Wake Up by Arcade Fire. That'd be good. Seeing if yeah. it would have been a subtle message sent. To the them. awkward part about that, though, so then I kind of got to be the the heavy because now the black people in the office are asking Travis, did your white co-host snitch on the black guy? Did is, that how, is that how it went? It kind of put a lot of pressure on me. I handled the black it well. People. Oh, you did? I think I, I came the out of it The 60-year-old man who had a full-time daytime job. I mean, but he was working hard, and he was an oh, old black man. Yeah. And so it was like, I had to walk a fine line. And like, as an old black man, him but also an old black man. Yeah, it was like, it was looking like at now. Travis in 25, 50 years. Or no, now, I mean, sleeping right. at work. Or, I don't, I've never. I take a nap here and there. I don't here. think I've taken, a, taken a, a siesta here at work. I don't think I've taken one. You haven't taken a nap at all? I've taken one a nap, but I don't yeah. think here? I've taken one here. No, I haven't. I, I take think fifteen I minute naps here and there. No, if I get that tired, then I'm just gonna take my black ass home. But no, it's never naps on the job. Mm. Okay. I don't think I've ever. No, your I, your I, bus waiting has contributed to that. Yeah, you got nowhere to be. So I'll sneak fifty. I just close my eyes for fifteen minutes. Isn't that? But isn't it a little bit freeing though? What? Just taking public transportation. I kind of like it. It's very therapeutic. Here I am thinking you're being abused and on some two-hour track to the office, and you told me your bus commute is ten minutes. It's ten minutes. That's absurd. If no one's, if there's like not a lot of stops, if no um, that early, I'm sure there's less stops. Yeah, I get picked up at six thirty, like a block away from my apartment, and get dropped a block and a half away from work. You're the you're the urban dream. Like my route is a dream for morning yeah, and getting definitely. getting to and from work yeah, for not being now, millennial do you realize how millennial you are <sighs> now how far is your walk from the apartment to the bus stop it's a block so you just a little Look, walk i live block. A so block. after he catches his breath I live for a 20 block. minutes yeah. <laughs> i live a block away from the cathedral you do i live like a just get your get your mask and it's a be and that's a nice neighborhood to walk through i would imagine in the yeah, morning. and i do my high knees now in the morning okay. on my walk to try and loosen up the knees some and if I'm out the door by six, if I'm out the door by six twenty-five, that's ideal. I can probably push it to six twenty-seven if I'm running two minutes late. Uh, if the process is broken down for some reason, maybe I needed to go back and straighten a rug or something like that. Right. Um, and get catch the bus at about six thirty, six thirty-two. Okay. So it's perfect. It's okay. fine. What I what I don't have a great command of is the other routes yet necessarily i just think public transportation is just so relaxing like but i i guess like i've been i was telling this to someone the other night i was like i've been I'm like driving forever i've been driving like i could not wait to get my permit i got my permit mm -hmm. when i was legally capable of getting i got my license the day of my birthday ran out and got it like i was driving right away but living out in north county having friends in west county family in the city like it's just so much driving over time, and especially driving in St. Louis. Driving in St. Louis, 
is it shouldn't be a pain in the ass, but it finds its way to be a pain in the ass, which makes it a pain in the ass. Yeah. Like if you were driving in a city that has traffic and volume, then you expect there to be terrible driving because there are just so many more people on the road. We're here in St. Louis, population, not that dense. Like it just seems like it's so spread yeah, out. But there's and, still... then there's, and there's enough highways for people to get to where they need to go. Well... And still it's terrible traffic and terrible driving. St. Louis for highways does pretty well for a major city. It does okay, yeah. Considering I mean, my brother has like a two-hour commute right. daily. And, and he has Southern, a Southern highway California. Yeah. as an option. Like he Ooh. doesn't have multiple options Ooh. where he can go to in order to get to work. Where in St. Louis, for me to get to the city, there are three, four viable ways to get here. Yeah, especially if you're centrally located, you have that benefit. Right. Which is like when I was driving around in a car, which is why I liked where I, where I am now in the Central right. West End, uh, among other things. Somehow Big Bend and 40, no matter what you do, even if you um, redo it, rethink it, this reimagine it, it still is going to do and the same thing. this is me thing. every time because the driving is just so pitiful. I know I've said this on the radio side and plenty of times on the podcast side, but it's just so to the point where it really creates anxiety for me. And so now I would, again, I don't know if you guys knew this, uh, but being an international screenwriter in New York, oh, I had sure. to take a lot of public transportation. Your and Facebook page, by the way, still says you live in New York. Just does noticed, it? I just noticed that oh. the other day. Uh, oh, well. My heart does. Oh. But th- your heart in Zuckerberg. Yeah. If it's that big yeah, to be a, living there, you probably want to go to the doctor. That could be an issue. But it's something relaxing about being in a city where everyone has to be reliant. Like, it kind of makes you a community. It kind of, like, it kind of connects you again with life because you're so detached when you're driving because you're just trying to avoid getting hit and trying to get to where you're going you have to deal with people yes and so we're in a public transportation setting you're sitting back you're seeing the people around you it's i don't know it just feels exhilarating to be in the human experience where in the car you're in a canister the guy before every time when i'm smoking my first cigarette of the day out in front of our building here there's a guy that's jogging by right Mm -hmm. after he lets his daughter get on the bus for school I now recognize people on the bus in the morning. There's there's a guy that gets off at my my stop every time. Right. I uh, we always say hello to each other now. Right. Um, there's a guy that gets on at uh, uh what is it uh, Boyle and Lindell that I say hi to every morning now. So it it does in a way. You have your little crew because you you're on the same schedule in the morning. And it kind of forces you. And though I'm a person that rolls my eyes at small talk. Because it gets just so mundane <laughs> so quickly. But it, it, it does kind of force you to engage. Liberal elitist. It, it does force you to engage with a human being. Where inside of a canister, everybody's just a missile and you want to kill. Where when you're out in the public transportation, you're just like, oh, hello. And we're that in the, little in interaction. And we, yeah, exactly. And we kind of, if we're being honest as a society, we need a little bit more, again, Light human interaction doesn't have to be. Hey, let's hang out for a Super Bowl Sunday. It can be, hello, I hope you have a good day. That little bit, I think we just need that back. In There's our lives. an old white lady with a red bandana that gets on at the same stop, mm. gets dropped off, and she always says, "Thank you, bus driver," as she gets off the bus. Yeah, it's and it's everybody figuring it out. Like it's everybody just. No one is on a public transportation who has life made, but it's everyone who you just kind of relate and go, oh, yeah, we're all going through it. We're doing the, the best we damn can do. Because if you're up in the morning on public transportation in any city, mm-hmm. then you're trying, damn it. You're, you're that part of society that's like, I don't know how it's going to happen, but I'm going to keep trying. Mm-hmm. And you kind of need that in society now. So that's why I love public transportation that's my essay we are feel goods today i know i just all the fields oh let's see and then you go and do you just my timing's off again no it has been Ah, my bad 30 plus years (laughs) unbelievable (laughs) it was fine my god (sighs) nice little talk and then you go and doing something like that you know i did realize too because i was about to take the bus over to comedy on thursday hmm Oh, um, you, oh, now that's a nice little quick trip. Now, I was trying to figure out what it was. I'm like, man, is, it, is this going to be easy? How do I get down Kings Highway? It's one bus. Yeah. It's a t- it was a 10-minute ride. I was looking at the thing, but I was just a little off on the timing, so I took an Uber over there. But, it, yeah, I think... But, to, like, even to get over there is going to be just fine. I'm like, oh, I can try the 95 next time. 
I'm going to figure, gotta figure it, out. it out. I'm yeah. trying to. I don't. I mean, I haven't had to do a whole bunch of transferring or anything. Now that's going to be an issue, but we'll figure that out when we get there. Yeah. What's the worst that could happen? Oh boy, don't say that when it comes to you. Oh. Okay. Now we know. Uh, uh. Oh, he did the microphone thing. It was kind of weird. I know. It uh, felt weird. Yeah, right? Wasn't Why empowering. Why did you do that? You looked really strange. Yeah, yeah I felt <laughs> weird. Uh, did we have a melee we needed to get to some results for I, that? Uh, we had one from last week. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, that we never got to. Well, let's get some results on that bad boy. Um, which of these tunes <laughs> smells best, best oh, song? God. And this was a tight poll. Apparently. It looks like you may have been the vote that put it over the top. <laughs> it was uh, All Star or Walking on the Sun with 51% to 49%. All Star takes it. Can I, and I just want to quickly say this. I would imagine they're very nice guys. Probably great family men. What? Uh, people I would probably you know? befriend. I don't know. They, I'm, I don't know Smash Mouth personally, obviously. Well, that's all you have to say. Okay. Um, yeah. But that is... They are the worst band, and that is the worst music ever. Ever. I don't know. And look, congratulations on your See, success. That's pretty and again, I don't want to be personal because I'm sure, again, they seem like they probably get back to the community, probably coaches their kids' soccer, but they make awful, horrible music. You said ever, though. That's pretty declarative. Okay, that is. In the last, we've had this talk. Before. You're right, my. In the last 250 years, they're game changing bad. 200 years, it's the worst music of the last 200 years. Oh no, have you heard Lee Greenwood? Let me tell you something. We've got uh, we've got some comments to get to, and it's about commutes. No oh, boy. I have another poll if I could put yeah, that out I'd there. Yeah, I'd love to see that. Uh, Just because do. uh, <laughs> I don't have the image for this one, but I uh, I put a poll out last night on my Twitter account asking. Are you excited to see Nicolas Cage <laughs> stars Nicolas Cage in a movie about Nicolas Cage? Hashtag, I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. Uh, 68% yes. Oh. 32% no. Oh, wow. Who are those uh, no fun-loving yeah. bastards? F them. Uh -huh. Ben uh, Fredrickson. Bet we, you it's Ben Fredrickson. Probably. And fucking AC Dak. Well, get his ass. Yeah. I'm going to take him. I want to do, we need to do a travue of the Scott Joplin house and take him with us. Since his hometown of Sedalia likely killed ragtime. Syphilis. It was in the air that, that spring. Yeah, some sort of STD at one of the whorehouses there. <laughs> From the black sheep, my wife had a 55-minute commute to work. So we sold our house and built one 10 miles north of Jefferson City to get her closer. Three months after completing the house, she's accepted a job in southern Jefferson City. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Women drive the decisions. For sure. Five minutes. That's like that's, that's bad. I that's, used that's to drive a commute. Damn, that's two hours in the car every day. That's exhausting. For Jeff City. That's you're exhausting. not you're not saying, well, I live in Chicago. Yeah, and that I've done that. I used to commute from Columbia down to Jeff City Ooh. when I worked for the legislature. And that 45 was minute drive, that's right? brutal. That's a it's a twenty five minute drive, thirty minute drive. I used thirty to, minute drive tops definitely. I used to drive from O'Fallon to downtown. Yeah, one highway was in, at, one highway out. When I was at KMOX, and you would hit traffic sometimes with it, and then I mean that's just that's an hour. Yeah. And then making that drive back sometimes it would be like two in the morning yeah. driving back home. I never hung out in Jeff City for that reason because Ugh. ain't nobody trying to stay in Jeff City to one one thirty in the morning and drive back to Columbia. You crazy? Hell no. And I didn't know any scallywags like that back oh, in Jeff yeah. City. And I wasn't trying to get to Jeff City scallywags. No, no. You didn't want no part of that. I need to get to the old penitentiary there. It's really cool. That is really neat. It's it's just... Is there still a brewery in it? There's a brewery? Uh, a brewery there is it. a brewery by it. Oh, There's prison a brewery, brews. Prison brews. Oh. Prison brews. Tom Brown. <laughs> I remember that. It's really fun to call your beer, name your beer after depression that you get when you're in prison. Yeah. Right. Uh, Tom Brown remembers the days of using public transport while living in Chicago. Really helped him connect with humanity. Like the hobo shitting on the train. Mm, yes. Or the ex-gangbanger <laughs> screaming about Jesus or being scrunched next to people who didn't shower. Mm, humanity. Okay. Uh, some, okay. I, not perfect. I touched a woman. He's, he does make uh, a point. Okay, hold on. Let me make sure. Okay, make sure let's. Oh, boy. All right. uh, views expressed Back by Chris Gardner. I touched. I stopped someone 
from doing something on the bus last week and physically put my hands on their back to stop them from doing something. What was happening, I was going to sit down. I noticed a small puddle of liquid Mm. on a seat. Oh, no. So I'm like, oh, I don't know what that is. We'll just leave it be. Leave it be for now. And then a lady got on, and she wasn't paying attention, and she was getting ready to sit down. And I actually leaned forward okay. and put my hands on her back. Like normally, did. I would not go up to someone and just put my hands on them. Right. But I saw this happening directly in front of me, and I'm like, this you can't be. I can't, yeah, you can't, I can't let, let, this, let this, happen. this happen. Right. This cannot happen. And I go, oh, ma'am, I'm sorry. You don't want to sit there. There's a small, there's a puddle there. I don't know what it is. And she was like, oh, okay, thank you. But Saved like, her day. Yeah, but like oh, normally right. I'm not going to go up right. to someone and be like, hey! But, if, but, <laughs> but my but, hands immediately just went, no! But see how it forced you even in that moment to be human? Mm-hmm. So we need that. You need that kind of interaction. Because even when you get to work, you don't have it. Because again, you still have your blinders on. You're just trying to get your job done and get the freak out of there. Yeah. And so you will go throughout an entire day sometimes an entire week without some humanity. And I think it's important that we have that again in public now, transportation Travis, can provide you have that. To remember this, I, and that's fine, and I understand what you're saying. And I hate people. That's but, crazy, right? Yeah. But that's also, I mean, part of why I make phone calls at times. And I know people are getting more and more annoyed with that as time goes on. Right. Is because you have to talk to someone. Yes, that's fair. Instead of just texting, which loses a sense of personal communication right. a lot of times. Right. And a lot of things can get lost. Right. And you're communicating with hieroglyphics at times, it seems. Whatever this eggplant, water squirt, whatever that <laughs> okay. might be. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, no one Travis does. sends me all the time. I, I don't, don't know. I don't. I just send him a few cucumbers. Okay. We got so. uh, more comments. For every how's your day. On the bus, there's three teens playing YouTube at full volume. Yeah, volume. that's also And true. a mariachi band. Yes, that is. From Fancy Foyer. That is, is that true? in Chicago? Yeah, or? That is true. Oh, no. It's Fancy Foyer. I've never seen a band on the bus, and I don't see a lot of teens, actually. That's a good point. The kids can be much. However, you know, I, however I again, do, it's like, that's how we... I see that more on Metrolink like than on the bus. Kids. Yeah, I see that a lot on the Metro. I think I think it's just there are moments, yeah, where you're on the metro and you're just like, seriously, twelve hours, I gotta get to another station, then drive home. Don't piss me off. Just hey, just don't touch me. You can do your thing on the train, but just leave me the hell alone. I still don't get the uh, understand the blaring music on your phone. I'll never understand it, but I now know where I am in life. And so it's not my place to understand I just it anymore. Try not to exactly. That's where I zone out and look up. Exactly. The that's it. And again, that's a level of humanity as well. Sometimes we need a level of restraint. Sometimes because we're so free on the computers where we're just talking all mad shit. Well, you can't talk all mad shit when you're on a Metrolink. I will. With 14 teenagers. Get worked over by a couple of rough 13 year olds. Probably. <laughs> Time they, for a wall road trip to Jeff City. I'll take you on a guided tour of the Yale Hollander childhood home. And that's not code for Central Dairy. Oh, Central Dairy. I went by there when, last time when I put that posted on the uh, wall of the Capitol. Game changer that day. That was a game changer. That was, okay, that was. There you go. We have a usage. prison update. Okay. Oh, did you know this? The, uh, <laughs> the prison was hit by the tornado just after Jeff said he had spent a couple hundred thousand dollars. Damn. Sprucing it up. Damn. The old prison? They had just voted and spent a couple hundred thousand dollars fixing it up. I guess it's a tourist attraction. Yeah, it's a big it tourist is. attraction. Well, it's haunted. Yeah. Um, big this time of year. People get a ton of tours. Ghost tours. It is. Uh, Ghost uh, Adventures might have been there. I can't remember. Have you ever. So we've spoke to our friend Lacey, obviously, before, and she gives like legit like historical tours around mm-hmm. St. Louis. Have you ever been on. Uh, did you see that? That uh, orb kind of a tour. Like, oh, look over there. Kind of like a, look, we might see something. Um, What kind of hillbilly shit is this? No, I don't think so. No. Have you been on a ghost tour? Yeah, in Alton. How'd it go? It was fun. Went to the cemetery at night. 
I don't know about that. I'll do ghost tours. I'm not doing a cemetery. That spells disrespectful. Went to... Uh, I'll do everything else in your ghost tour, but I'm not doing that. That feels a little bit too much. Why is it disrespectful? Because it's one thing to go in somebody's house that they used to stay in, <laughs> but it's another thing to to go where they're buried. That's yeah. just a little bit extra. Yeah. It's kind of disrespectful of the of the passing. I don't think so. Okay. Um, I'm sure their families would say otherwise, but who, who am I to judge? Well, I mean, they're tours. <laughs> I've gone... I go... Did a self-guided cemetery tour during the day before. You, you self-guided with a brochure. Oh, yeah, okay. it was interesting. Okay, um, you learned a lot. You'll learn a lot. Maybe military places, like to to in honor, I would be okay for. But otherwise, I I don't want to step on anybody's cemetery plot without you don't permission. Not, you don't go and just walk through the graves. I'm not saying walk through the graves. Just you stay in areas that are on paths and oh. stuff. I feel like it's their time to rest. Like, hey, man, rest in peace. I'm trying to rest in peace. You, you want somebody walking? resting? I'm just saying, you think somebody walking through their living room? Like, would you like that if the you were just sleeping? The ghost is up. Is it resting? It may probably wants to talk and communicate. Oh, boy. So that's okay. Uh, we also went to... Was it a Mason? It wasn't a Mason house. There was another, some sort of, one of those club type things over there. And then the uh, McPike Mansion, which I do know has been on... Uh, ghost adventures and there's a you go in the basement in there right there's a cellar with a big metal door and you close the metal door you're sitting in chairs and you shit out a saw turn out all the lights oh boy and then you just sit there for a little bit oh, I don't and try about and that. I don't know not about feeling that. that I don't know about that you should go on one with me I don't know Tommy you and I could go I don't know we get some Tommy was talking about going to a place over there, uh, the Mineral Springs Motel, which is oh boy, okay. scary. They got some. There's like a death in the pool there at one time, in the in the. Ooh. So how can someone rumored, like yourself rumored to be demonic? How can someone like yourself who acknowledges they have uh, certain anxiety? How yeah. can they put them in anxiety-induced situations? Why do you run towards the chaos? Why do you run towards something that you know internally? Because that's how I learn. Cause you constant consternation. Yeah, that's how I learn. That's how I adjust. That's how you adapt. You have to feel. Have it. you though? No, not yet. Okay. Which I is why like... maybe I'm constantly running towards it. Don't. Can we? Can we stop? No. But see, we made the point yesterday. See how he ran towards the elevator, mm. put his hand inside the elevator. I reserve the right to run away. Well, my arm is in there. Yes, you chose to enter into the chaos. Who am I to follow you towards your own doom? Simple, a coward. <laughs> I'm not following. Look, I may have performed a cowardly act, but it was honest. It was honest. And it was understood yeah. in the sense that you didn't have to put your damn hand in there to begin with. It was understood that you are a coward. If you want to play Frogger in traffic, you get hit. And I don't immediately run to help you. It's my fault. No, you shouldn't I'm have ran out in traffic. I'm not saying it's your fault that I got hit. Okay. I'm just saying that your response is cowardly. Okay. That's all. I wouldn't say. I'm not. I'm not calling you a coward for not following me. For simply not helping and running away from the situation as well. I'm calling you a coward. Well, I I didn't think I was my role to help. Why? Because liabilities. If I were black, would you have helped? Mm -hmm. Well, we don't live in hypotheticals. So we don't ever have to worry about this situation. It's philosophical. It's a philosophical I, I question. I would have related. Would your response have been different? My re it's a, a possibility. Mm. <laughs> it's a possibility. Does that, that really sounds like a yes to me. Well, I could relate more to a black person's oh. pain. Because in that moment, while the hand is jammed in the elevator door, I'm thinking, ah, police brutality! So I know right away in that moment I need to pull them out of that situation like I want to pull the police off the backs of the people in my so, community. So you wanted me to feel your pain. I wanted you to understand the fear. And so the only way to do that was for you to be a coward and run away. Yes, and I wanted me. you to understand what fear is like. And I was showing you an example it of was, fear. It was a teaching moment. It was a teaching moment. I was showing you like, God, to see how I'm scared? That's why you be cautious. And so I figured in that moment you learn a lesson. Travis, I'm sorry then. I apologize wow. for calling you a coward. Thank you. Do you ever, Trav, do you ever just want to go, 
because you're so worn out. <laughs> you ever just wear yourself out? I don't. I mean, the mental gymnastics you just that went through. No yeah. That was a pommel there, horse. I, mean, I don't understand. Whole, the floor least, routine, I'm the just, pommel horse. I'm keeping the, it 100. The rings, that was all. Gosh, I'm just keeping it 100. At least I can lean on uh, some very telling information from uh, listeners. There are ghost tours, and there is a story about hearing a loud sound and then a bird falling dead from a cell where a guy killed himself. Some say it was the sound the ghosts of the ghost. Some say the bird's dumbass just hit a window. And others believe the loud sound was just telling the batter an off-speed pitch was good. This is tour in Houston. Scare you? Change up. Slider. <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh, that story has uh, What do you say uh, Picked up momentum As it should I think oh there's going to be some pretty serious As it should man I, I think Astrology I, I think A.J. Hench What's your sign I think A.J. Hench If I really want to really that's a, that's a whole year For him? Yeah Oh absolutely mm. Absolutely Even though he, it was probably he, you, you don't think it's his call? You think the manager has no clue I can, you that guy's in his hearing, dugout. Hearing that regularly. <laughs> right. And he's like, what is going on? <laughs> is it me? We need to get this Every time out. I'm at Minute I talk to the custodians I about it. I saw a new wrinkle in it, too, last night. Oh, and really? I don't, It's a little bit of a rumor, so I don't know exactly. I think it was New York Times, New York Post, something like that. One of the New York papers. Uh, reporting the that, globe. that possibly right. they could have been using buzzers on in bandages as oh well, boy. like on their person, so that it would buzz once for fastball, twice for changeup. Uh, so that's a possibility now too. Is something I had read. Ooh. I think AJ Hinch uh. either gets he gets. I mean, look, man, if it's that deep, it's that intricate, then I think you're looking at massive fines. But is this? But is this like whenever you're you're going you're you cross? There's a line when Kenny Rogers got busted for the substance in the World Series, and Tony Larusa is like, just keep playing, just keep playing, because his pitchers probably did it too. This is different. This okay. Is, this yeah. is this is no you're, one. You're using technology, no less. Like you're talking about sludge or tar. Who gives a shit? But now you're talking about intricate apparatuses and people in the outfield and signals being sent in and spy cameras behind. But I'm saying, is it common in other clubhouses? Like, are all clubhouses going, sounds a lot like what we do. I it feel like if that was the case, like, does it seem uh, like I the response I, has been different? Yeah, I feel like fires wouldn't have just singled out the Astros if that was the case. If yeah. it was a such a prominent thing... Why he would then just pick solely on the Astros? It makes me believe not only are the Astros maybe one of the few teams who do it, but probably one of the most aggressive teams who do it. And I think at again, the point's been made too, like how their front office has treated people. Yeah, has come back to bite them yeah. as well. Like yeah. especially with the scouts that yeah. they let go, and not only letting them go, but how they let them go, because mm -hmm. the scouts are coming out and talking now. So and then, and like, then it definitely you're coming off the the tail end of a World Series that was a PR embarrassment for your organization when you had your assistant GM out here just being a complete ass to women reporters who weren't doing anything to you. Uh, about a situation that was, for all intents and purposes, over with. People weren't even really talking about it anymore, at least not in that context. So it's just right now, Houston, there's some bad juju behind them. And I would have to say, Hench gets a year maybe aggressive, at least half a year. Loon Howe, man, I think the best way you heard a guy like him, you take away a couple of first-round draft picks for the next couple of years and – Mm -hmm. Some of that international pool money for the next few years. Yeah, something will happen. I don't you, know. You, exactly you've definitely. What. Do you think the the integrity of the game though is challenged when this happens? I think I'm the bad, the worst person to ask about this stuff because I assume they're all for cheating. Cheating. Yeah. You know? I think I think, think Fires makes a point about the players who were directly affected. I think I buy that suck. argument. Yeah, because you think about that okay. does suck. You can so you are a kid, note, twenty yeah. twenty one years old, coming up to the minors. You have great stuff in AAA. You get a chance at the big leagues, and then you go to Houston and you get absolutely rocked on your best stuff. And that's because they had a decidedly large advantage yeah, I mean, on you. And the Red Sox got hit for using the Apple watches yeah and stuff like that yeah and that's so, see 
I just, that's why I think like even, so I know this is way more intricate and Black Sheep reminds us that on the World Series video, they're setting up a computer and a table in the background yeah. <laughs> to do that. <laughs> but I was like, there's always been sign stealing going on. It, even if it's a guy at yeah, second going to the right, this if it's different. a, you know. So. It's, well, we're talking it's categorically like Oh, listen, in the name of Correa, I want this. I want it. Oh, well, yeah, and that, that's the thing is that where baseball wants to attack what's happening is advancements in technologies right. and people using that to right. cheat, which they did so with Correa. Right. So right. they have to do something here if they want to send that message. And Was you got to tamp it down. involved, Tom Brown asked? Oh, boy, mm. You got to tamp it down quickly, too. You don't want to just be completely empathetic to every little thing because every little thing will turn into a big thing and you can look at a situation where it truly hurts the overall integrity of the sport. And I, this just doesn't sit like someone in the dugout, you know, sending signals or someone in the bullpen, you know, relaying messages. This is like planned out Mission Impossible style, you know, type of shit that just seems unnecessary for them to win. They have a very good team. I mean, next next the Astros scouting department is going to be full of former CIA operatives. It's it's a point, <laughs> right. <laughs> It's just weird. It's just. Why do you have all these defense contractors coming? Well, in my here? thing is, if Lou, hey, how, how do we really get uh, you know an advantage here? Okay, let's get personal investigators and follow their other team around on the road, get incriminating photos of them, and then extort them. Uh, I mean, because that's using technology and looking to gain an advantage, right? If they were doing it for scouting metrics, it's one thing, but real time, it's just. Feels. I mean, the raw, Astros. Man. The Astros do it so much, and this goes to part of what Chris is thinking, that they got in trouble for placing a guy in a camera well near the opposing dugout, yeah. taking pictures because they were calling it a counterintelligence effort. Because so if if that's why they were doing that, yeah. imagine what they're doing themselves. Yeah. Next time, uh, next time you scream at a player for wanting another year or another $5 million mm -hmm. that he gets to play a kid's game, remember this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> remember this. They're, they're deploying <laughs> intelligence units yeah. to steal pitches. Mm -hmm. Not even to guarantee wins, just to get a chance at one better at bat to improve their statistics of winning each game. Mm -hmm. Wake up, sheeple. Oh, oh shit! Sheeple. It's been a while since I gave like a that. Sheeple. That was sheeple. nice. That was I'll good. say lizard people. You don't watch it. Uh, good for. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of the sheeple, Chris. Oh like, please. Who are these sheeple who believe that marijuana truly is a gateway drug? Well, he's your presidential candidate. Well, you would be correct. Joe Biden says he won't legalize marijuana because it may be a gateway drug. <laughs> nice graphic, Gardner. Really good. Look at you showing off. Joe Biden looking earnestly at a marijuana stack of marijuana. Like, mm, Daddy, bring it. Bring it home. Uh, speaking of the town hall in Las Vegas on this past Saturday, the 2020 Democratic presidential candidate said whether the U.S. should legalize cannabis on a federal level is still up for debate as far as he is concerned. The truth of the matter is there's not nearly been enough evidence that it's been acquired as to whether or not it is a gateway drug. It's a debate, and I want a lot more before I legalize it nationally. Like he needs to smoke a lot more? I want to. Like, I'm going to be honest, player. I could use another hog leg. <laughs> I want to make sure we know a lot more there's about the a, science. There's been a lot there's of evidence gathered. decades of evidence. <laughs> like, I don't know. On the maybe, record. Maybe the origin of why it's bad. Maybe the fact that <laughs> garter snakes have killed more people than weed. Like, what? Like, I don't know, man. This is uh, not only that. It's, it's quite just, a bit of data. It did not only that. Like my thing is, it's a question. A working side, a campaign. You kind of see the innards. So the question Stand is. Stand up there, Travis. Let's so the give you a round of so call. the question is. <laughs> oh God. Like even going off the cuff, even like there should have been a marijuana answer. Uh, in 2020 debate, you should have a marijuana answer. If you're going to be the leading front runner for the Democratic National uh, Party, you should have an answer for marijuana. That's yeah. a given. So for this to be his answer just lets me know how poorly prepared Joe Biden is for a national campaign. If you can't answer the mundane marijuana question as the Democrat, 
You're not ready to be the leader of the Democratic Party. Your answer probably shouldn't include gateway drug. Gateway <laughs> drug. Your answer, if it's anything other than, <laughs> come on, man, <laughs> then you're wrong. <laughs> I this is this is I don't blame Joe actually on this. This is kind of crazy. I blame. It sounded like you. Were I blame his aides. This is uh, this 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 is the campaign oh, manager no. and the Why aides. Why would he fault. run for this poor man? I blame when did them. He contract it. I didn't realize what you oh. were saying at first. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. His AIDS guy. <laughs> I know. I don't know why my mind went there. Mm. Nevertheless. I'm sorry. Oh. A bad answer. I'm apologizing. Well, maybe he'll get sympathy votes. No, know. it's a bad answer, Joe. Like, Joe, I want you, if Joe is the nominee, so be it. I just need you to be strong and capable going into the national general campaign. And I, I these answers are just... They're, they let me know that your apparatus isn't ready for the big leagues. They're not ready. They don't have. This is a bad answer. It's okay. This is just a really bad answer. This is like uh, Obama's initial Reverend Wright answer. That would like you could do better. You should have an answer for this. Mm-hmm. Come on, Joe. Like it. Like this one's an easy one. This one is like for a Democrat. This is as close to a layup as you're going to get in a season of really contentious issues. Because not only are Democrats on board for more legalization and commercialization of marijuana, so are more Republicans. So this isn't even a partisan issue. One of the few left in this country that isn't partisan. So why are you trying to make it one? Like, Joe, shut up and just go with the wave. This ain't the hill. Go with the wave, bro. Just... Oh, that's where the oh, that's where everybody's going. All right, then I'm going with them. Like this, this whole kick to be moderate Democrats, it's starting to. You, Joe's gonna eat. Man, I'm telling you, man, Trump's gonna eat you out for lunch. He's gonna eat are you out for lunch, man. Are you like? Do you have any clue? He's gonna eat you out for lunch. What Trump would do to him in a? I know. I already like, know, man. On a daily. Oh like, man, if they're out on the campaign trail together. Oh man, it's easy because he'll I, smash. Oh, him. Joe Biden and isn't. Well, let me tell you something, Doug. No, I'll tell you something. And Joe <laughs> Biden, I think, would, would be a very good president. I think he's a terrible candidate. I think he would be a very strong president. I honestly do. But I think he's just a poor candidate that yeah, translates. Yeah, he still. Look, if, like, I just want him to he'd reduce. Win, he'd win by over 5%. Really? It is so curious to me how confident you are in that. It's yeah, crazy. I see things. I will say this. The recent elections in Kentucky and Louisiana certainly could be telling us something. It's done. Could, and they could be telling us something. I don't know. I'm not, Chris, I'm not saying it's no, in the bag. No, I'm laughing at Gardner's. Oh, saying it's done. Just, no, I I'm mean, not, for, for someone that keeps an eye on people's ego, boy, there's a lot of... Uh, I, 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 I want these Democratic. It's dangerous. Can- I want these nominees, these potential are nominees. A little drama here. I think th- I it's want over. the nominees to they want the ratings to avoid the unforced errors. That's that's all. They're not going to be perfect on the campaign trail, and we're not always going to agree with their positions. But I think there are times where you got to be able to hit the hanging curve if you're going to have a career in Major League Baseball. You're if you're going to you're you know you that making fun of Harrison Bader. I, know, I apologize. I just think you know Trump is going, this guy has let you know that if he survives, first of all, if he survives this impeachment, uh, and if and he doesn't lose too many within his circle. All Joe has to do is play into the sleepy Joe Biden role that Trump has named. And so whenever, just let White men do just, love them some Joe Biden. Just, That's just, all I will say. Just it's let up. Trump go on his rant in front of you, and then you just go, oh, you done? Here's what I will say. It comes down, and, game. and it really is, isn't an I argument think you're for me to have. Estimating, uh, it, it's Trump's not, a but no, I think Chris. Savage, man. No, I think Chris. Uh, to he your is. point, I'm I'm eliminating He's a my lousy people. Rat buster motherfucker. I'm leaving the women out. I'm leaving the people of color out. This isn't a fight for us. We've already made our decision. It's between you guys. It's between the white males in America. It has nothing. No, I'm, I kid you not. It has nothing else to do with. Us and what we think. I think women, I think people would, of color, would have something to say about that. <laughs> outside of Kanye, I have made their point clear that if the election were today, it's a given who they're not going to vote for. So at this point, there's only one demographic left in America that's still like, I don't know, man. It's white males. Yeah, it'll be fine. 
Okay. So, I, whatever you guys say. So I'm we'll taking how it goes. I'm taking my cue and observations in 2020 from you guys. You tell me to lay of the land in Farmington. You tell me to lay of the land in Central West End because those are the, the people who are going to ultimately decide eight years. the 2020 president. You guys are going to be the ones. Eight I wish years. I could I wish I wish could say otherwise. I live in, uh, in, a, in a very strange place. Uh, guys, that's been the first hour. Big thanks to Tech Electronics for the uh, love in the studio. What you got there? Can guys? I mention one other thing while yeah. we were talking about the um, – Marijuana, yeah, gateway drug, Joe Biden. I did see this tweet that made me laugh. From Best Cal. I know a lot of people are attacking Biden over this, and I get that he's wrong in terms of actual available data. But for me, marijuana was a gateway drug to order in a telescope online that I forgot I bought until halfway through a conversation with my bank's fraud division. <laughs> so funny. So funny. That's, a, that's one of the best tweets <laughs> I've seen. And I haven't been on Twitter in a while, but that, that's a brilliant tweet. It feels real. That is very real. Where you're like, listen, I'm not, I don't know what to tell you, but I'm not. Oh. Because we all felt that. We all felt that. <laughs> now, sometimes it's alcohol with people. I used to do that with Amazon, where I would come home after a night at the bar and just like, oh, yeah, I need a brand new podcast recording equipment. I'm going to do this podcast on Monday. And then you're just like, man, why did I spend $275? I went there. Oh. And fraud podcast? department's like, listen, this, <laughs> this is a fourth call I've taken. It was a rough. Like, what do you do when you're on the phone with them and you realize you did it? Like, that's the moment you're like, you kind of how have do I to, get out of this? You kind of have to rework. Now, you said when it was purchased. You know I'll what? I'll review it. I'll review it. I thought back. I said it was purchased last Thursday. <laughs> so, yeah, that probably was me purchasing that. You know, I'm not even going to worry about it because I got it like that. But yeah, don't worry about that charge. I probably, I, you know what? It's it's whatever. It's just whatever. You know, don't worry your charge. What's your name again, Bradley? Bradley, I, I'm gonna fill out a survey because you were so helpful today. You were so good to me today, Bradley. I tell you, I appreciate it. you. Have a good one, Bradley. All right. Fuck. <laughs> That's how that conversation. Yeah. That's exactly how it went. Yeah. Feels good. Yeah. Uh, guys, we're going to take a quick break. If you haven't checked out the YouTube stream yet, it's in the comments. You can check that out. Uh, Crystal Clear, uh, our buddy Birch thanking us because now he's got our big mugs on uh, his big screen. Nice. So. I'm hopping on the big screen. Wait, hold on. Hey, put me on the big screen, huh? On your big screen. Live on YouTube and Facebook. We'll take a quick break. Be right back.